0: High. It's a dig! Tuesday on the Disc Baseball Show, it is Tuesday, April 19th. Jack McMullen, Peter Apple, we're talking about the power rankings that just went up after the first week and a half of ball games. Uh, Peter is not necessarily a good friend and colleague and hasn't read them yet, so I'm going to walk it through for him. Um, I think he saved him for the sake of the show, though. Yeah, that, you frame that like I'm some dickhead and I just decided not to look at them. The point of this is that you present them to me and I tell you where you're wrong, where you're right, how I'm feeling about the current power rankings, but how did you set them up? Like, what is the criteria for this? Is this your top 30 teams that you think will be the best at the end of the year? Is this current? What are we dealing with here? So I worked with a dartboard. Um, okay. I pasted team logos on a dartboard And then whenever I didn't have a sharp pain in my abdomen, uh, I would just slot them in at that spot. So whenever I felt deep in my soul that it was wrong, I would throw another dart at the dartboard. But aside from that, it was really just like throwing darts. Uh, I I had a blindfold too. You should have done that during March Madness. You probably would have ended up better than your actual bracket did. You're correct. Yeah. No, that's an every week or that's an every year thing for me. Like, you know, people say, hey, what do you think about, you know, this team in my Elite Eight? I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. I had Iowa in my Final Four. I had Iowa too, because you, but I did believe it. I did like- it, Like, it all style. makes sense yeah, before you did. It. it. all makes sense that Kentucky's going to the Final Four and then Doug Eddard shows up. But I need you to actually describe how you came to these power rankings because you throwing them at a the dartboard, I don't know how you're ranking them, so I don't know how to react right now. So I looked at who's trending in what way. I looked at who's going to be healthy, who started hot. I've also looked at record because record is a massive deal in terms of power rankings. Um, and then I looked at a lot of team numbers, uh, team OPS, team WRC plus, home run numbers, stolen base numbers, ERA, uh, bullpen ERA, starter ERA, things like that. So I pretty much just you know, clumped a bunch of teams together in tiers and started to separate from there. Is this so this is more current, for example, um, the A's like the A's are going to be an interesting rank here. Are we looking at the A's still towards the bottom because that's where we see them entering or yes. ending up or are the A's. Closer to the top because they have the most runs scored in baseball as we're recording, which is just insanity when you think about it. No, I'm out on that. And and those types of lists don't do anything for me because I think we know while watching the A's that they're not a top 15 team in baseball, even though they're scoring the most runs. Sean Murphy is a top 10 catcher. Absolutely. Murphy's got an ass. He's got an unbelievable ass. He is commented on his ass because it went viral earlier this week. But Sean Murphy, the strikeout bug has bit him in the early goings of this season. But uh, when he is putting bat on ball, it's going a very long ways. He's an exceptional defensive catcher. And I wrote in this power rankings, you know, maybe Sean Murphy's bolstering his, uh, his trade stock right now because that's, that's what the Oakland A's look at, right? If you play baseball well, you're just a better trade chip for them. That's exactly how they do it. So are the A's number 30? The A's are not number 30. Um, Do we want to go 30 to 1 or 1 to 30? I think we got to go 30 to 1. Okay, that's fine. Um, The Reds started as the 21st best team in baseball in our preseason power rankings. Um, They're dead last. They're 2 and 8. They had the worst team OPS through Monday, and they had the second worst staff ERA through Monday. So they're the worst hitting team in baseball, speaking in generalities, and they're the second worst pitching team in baseball. Was Hunter Green incredibly exciting to watch on Saturday? Absolutely. Uh, But is there anything else going on? No. Checks out. They have the worst current run differential at negative 24, and they're 2-8. and My thought is, Jack, do you think that at the end of the year, the Cincinnati Reds will have the worst record out of every single team? I don't. It's just they are so demoralizing right now because of Phil Castellini's comments and because, you know, Joey Votto can't hit shit right now, which is bizarre. India's been day-to-day, too. I mean, the only real bat they have in their lineup currently, if Votto's been dealing with stuff, and India's been day-to-day is Tyler Stevenson. And he's good. He's a good catcher, but come on now. I was talking to Clay Snowden yesterday on the phone, and he said – Aristides Aquino is playing every day and he says he can't do it right now because Aquino's in the lineup every day. Yeah. I understand why they're number 30. They're currently playing like the 30th best team. And unless these rookie pitchers can really take hold this year and become dominant, because even like a guy like Luis Castillo, their best pitcher hasn't even recorded an inning yet. It's just Tyler Malley. And when Tyler Malley goes on the road, he gets absolutely, or when Tyler Malley pitches at home, he gets creamed. So. You got half of a really good Tyler Malley. Yeah, but when he was on the road this past weekend, he got smoked. You see that? Yes, his home road splits. He is a guy who gets crushed on the road, not at home. No, no, no. He gets crushed at Great American Ballpark, which is his home ballpark, and he performs well on the road. But this past weekend, he was horrible on the road, which didn't make any sense. So, so many different splits. I'm just thinking all every morning. Let's move on to 20. No, oh, yeah. Splits. God's black uh, splits. God is back. Uh, Arizona is 29. Arizona stole one from the Mets. They hung around with the Mets a couple of times, but like you watch the Diamondbacks, you look at the roster. There's nothing going on there. Shout out Merrill Kelly, though. One of six pitchers currently as we record two starts, zero earned runs. Velo is up to it's up almost two miles an hour from last year. He's someone to watch. Zach Gallen also looked good. Katel Marte is still a good player. Seth Beer. Is okay, hitting. so Beer's got an OPS over a thousand through his first eight games. Nobody else has an OPS over 704. Only guy with an OPS over 700 is Cooper Hummel. That's not a winning formula. Not at all. Not at all. And Seth Beer can't play defense anywhere. But he does hit. But he hits. On National Beer Day, he hits. Um, Baltimore is 28. Even after they dominated the Yankees. Yeah, because John Means is on the 60-day IL. They seem a little low, but let's move on. Let's continue because, yeah, they currently have the worst run differential in the division, but they haven't been as bad as I think 28 is. Interesting. Texas is twenty-seven. Mm, I know they're two and seven. They have not been playing well. The offense has been good, but the pitching is just a disaster. They've given up the most runs in baseball outside of the Washington Nationals. Yeah, so they've got the highest staff ERA in all of Major League Baseball. Um, Here's the thing about Texas. The offense is exciting. The offense has the pieces, of course. Marcus Semien is not playing very well right now. Corey Seager according to Joe Madden, is the next coming of Barry Bonds. Um, And I like, okay, the bats are great. We were able to pinpoint. I think everybody was able to pinpoint before the year started, after they spent half a billion dollars on a middle infield, that they still didn't have any starting pitching. John Gray was a one, but you got to worry about 80% of the time. And like the two and the three are Dane Dunning and Spencer Howard. They're not good pitchers. You don't have a good pitcher on this staff, aside from John Gray. And they don't have much bullpen either. My thing is, though, are they really this low? They might be. Like, are they? Are, we haven't heard the A's yet. Okay. But the A's are the best offense in baseball right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kansas City's 26. Mm. Sorry, Kansas City. Oh, they have been so bad. They can't score. Here are the guys with uh, a batting average under 200 through the yep. first nine or 10 games. Give it to me Sal Perez, ah. Bobby Witt Jr. Oh, Wit Merrifield, oh Adalberto Mondesi, oh no, and Carlos Santana. That's all their best players, Jack. I, I know Andrew Benintendi standing on his head right now, but yes. I, okay, so there are the bats. We haven't even talked about the pitching yet. I played a game with Ryan Miller on our new podcast, State of the Division. Uh, AL Central episodes at uh, out today. Me and Miller are going through the AL Central every Tuesday. You and Colby did a great job with the AL East on Monday. Thank you, but, Um I played a game with Miller. I asked him in or out on these young pitchers for Kansas City. Let's play this game again rapid fire. You okay. ready? Brady Singer, in or out? In. Okay. Firmly or no? Not firmly. Yeah, that's what I thought. Coar. Out. Uh, Lynch. Still in. Hate it though, but Ever still so in. slightly. Yes, I'm still and, in. The lefty with the slide. I, I can't be out yet. And Bubich. He sucks low-key. Yeah, there's a chance they went 0 for 4 with that. And Lacey can't throw strikes at high A last year, double A this year. They all have just stuff, though, if they could just harness it. But they – I'm not out on Singer. I'm not. That one I will be firmly – I'm not out. Bubich, I think, sucks. Every time I watch him, I'm like, what are we doing here? This is not – this is not one of the elite young arms this is this is a lefty (laughs) that's he's a lefty it's brutal dude and then lynch i'm i want lynch to be good so bad he could be disgusting could be gross but he's not not yet not ready yet but how is he not ready yet isn't this year three for him yeah I i mean or two but isn't lynch the youngest of them all Maybe that sounds right. Maybe by a year, but they're all kind of the same age. Regardless, they're in a tough. One spot. of them has to pan out. Like with the one Tigers, pan Schuble out. panned out. One of them needs to pan out for Kansas City, and I'm I'm holding out hope that it's Singer. I don't know if Singer is going to pan out, even in a way that Tarek Schuble did. Oakland's 25, leading the league and run scored. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dalton Jeffries has put together an incredible start to the year. Paul Blackburn is elite. Yeah, great, great. Uh, Pittsburgh has jumped four spots from 28 to 24. They win games. How? That's my big question. They won a game on Sunday with Jose Quintana as the starter and Jake Marisnik as the leadoff hitter. Haven't you noticed, though, that the Pirates are really good at beating up on the other worst teams and then they go face a good team and it's dicey? Correct. Yeah, that's, they beat up on the Nationals and they beat up on other teams like that. That's who yeah. they beat. So here's the thing. Instead of being the third worst team in baseball, you can be the seventh worst team in baseball. But they're at least trending up. They have a plan with Ben Charrington, oh, yeah. their new GM. I like where the Pirates are headed a lot better than some other teams that were that we've already talked about. Oh God, don't don't text that in just baseball. We had a big discussion in there about Ben Charrington and the Pirates direction. I'm, I'm on... I'm on Miller's side with that. I'm on I, Miller's side too. I like what too. the Pirates are doing. Hey, yeah. As an Indianapolis Indians employee, I'm absolutely on the Pirates side there. Um, the Nats, the Nats sure. are 23. Yeah, it's a good spot for them. Four and seven, negative 16 run differential. They cannot pitch. They, they can. cannot pitch. We just talked about the most runs allowed. Washington Nationals are number one. They cannot pitch. Josiah Gray looks good so far. But beyond that, it's dreadful. Dude, Corbin is just lost. 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 That's horrible to watch. Horrible to watch. And Strasburg, let's see if we get anything from him this year. Probably not, not. good. Uh, Soto, what do you think his OBP is through 11 games? Like 450. 460. How many walks do you think he's drawn? In how many games? 11, 13, 12. Yeah. Got him 12 so walks of four. You're great at it. Good job, <laughs> Peter. Uh, 12 walks and a 460 OBP for 11 games. Technically um, got both wrong though. Well, but how crazy? <laughs> how crazy is it though that like those numbers might actually hold as the year goes on? That's because that's what I assumed he'd be at, and then he's going to continue to be at. Right, which is crazy. Like, Jose Ramirez is hitting like 480 right now. That Obviously, that won't continue. But Juan Soto with a 460 OBP, we're not looking at that and like, oh, God, that's way too high. But you know who has Juan Soto's number? JT Brubaker. Did Brubaker? Brubaker o in his 970 RA? 0 for 3 off JT Brubaker. Round 1 goes to Brubaker. Round 2 went to Brubaker. Round 3, you guessed it went to J.D. Brubaker when the Pirates faced the Nationals in one of the best series that we've seen so far this year. God, let's go, bro. Mitch Keller and J.T. Brubaker have combined to allow 16 runs in 15 innings, the one and the two for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. Both have ERAs over nine. How's Quintana Uh, doing? Quintana is doing better than that. I think Quintana's ERA is sub five, which is so exciting. So exciting. (laughs) Don't make that sound Uh, gross uh 22 is the tigers that's too low that's my first that's too low it's too low you watch their pitching yes i have watched their pitching they face some good offenses i don't think erod is bad i think scoobal is good i don't think E-Rod's Casey Mize is bad. erod's not terrible he's not good he, he looks not... terrible right now he Yes, right now, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look terrible. No, 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 no. You know who looks terrible? Like, Patrick Corbin looks terrible. Erod doesn't look terrible. He just doesn't look what we expected him to be. I think they will be better than 22. That's my first problem. I think they're better than that. Okay, interesting. Uh, 21 is Minnesota. They were preseason 13. They dropped eight spots. Give me the Tigers over the Twins. <sighs> Ay yeah, 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 you I, sure? No, <laughs> but I do think it right now, and that's the point. Minnesota, I Buxton, thankfully, no structural damage, but like he's made of glass. Uh, Sano can't touch a baseball. Do you, Correa is not good right now. He's gonna be. They've fine. given up the most runs in the division, and they've scored the third most in the weakest division in the sport. Yeah, you think the AL Central is weaker than the NL Central? It's pretty close. It's close. It's almost exactly even. Yeah. Interesting. Leave it to the Midwest. You know the, what? It, I think the NL Central is a little bit better because I think the combination of the Cubs and the Cart, well, the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Brewers. The Cubs? The Cubs? All right. The Cubs are at 20. <laughs> They climbed four spots. They were preseason 24. They're 20 now. Cubs and the Tigers both over the Twins. Okay, interesting. Well, you got the Cubs over the Twins for sure. I like. Seiya Suzuki through his first nine major league games, sitting 400 with four bombs, a 543 OBP, and a 960 slugging. Let's talk Seiya Suzuki for a second because in terms of barrels – so what a barrel is, is you're going to hear that maybe thrown around on a broadcast. You might see it at one of our articles. We use the term barrel. And barrel isn't just, oh, we hit the ball hard. They actually quantified what that means. It's balls hit over 95 miles an hour between an optimal launch angle between 18 to 34 degrees. That's line drive territory. That's home run territory. You want to be in that launch angle for optimal success in baseball. Seya Suzuki is currently number two in barrels per plate appearance. Jacarlo Stanton is number one, 20%. So every fifth plate appearance, he's hitting a ball over 95 miles an hour between 18 to 34 degrees of launch angle. Say Suzuki tied with Aaron Judge for number two. He is raking. He's the truth. Uh, codify, there's there's a link to this tweet in the uh, article. By the way, baseball.com is where you can find these power rankings and descriptions under each team. Uh, I, I linked a codify tweet here. Uh, Seiya Suzuki a bit of an outlier. He's swung the bat 41 times. He's got 24 total bases, 41 swings, 24 total bases, average MLB hitters per 41 swings, seven and a half total bases. So he's more than three times better at accumulating total bases per swing than the average major leaguer. So there's that info do with it what you will. The Rockies are 19 should be higher. I don't know. I, I listen. You know that I'm the biggest Rockies truther on the planet right now. And they climbed seven spots from 26 to 19. I regret not jumping on the bandwagon earlier because like now they're the team I most commonly bet on. I love the way they match up. Their offense is real. Dude. They can hit. Elias Diaz. I saw a tweet by Foolish Baseball that there was a couple of players who haven't swung, like haven't swung through a strike in the zone yet. Elias Diaz made that list. Yeah, oh, dude. Elias I- Diaz made that list. Like CJ Crone is, is currently tired of Vladdy for the most home runs in baseball. You got Chris Bryant. Connor Joe is a beast. They're just, they kind of roll. And they here's the thing. Roll. Brendan Rogers was one of the more fun guys to watch when we were looking at this lineup preseason and Brendan Rogers isn't swinging the bat well at all right now, but Ryan McMahon is swinging it really well. Chuck yeah. Nasty's still great to watch. This yeah. offense is genuinely exciting. Genuinely exciting. And the best bullpen ERA in baseball at the time of recording. The Colorado Rockies and Alex Colome are dominating. Are you sure? I thought the Yankees were the best. It Might have been the day before they were. I think they had a bad little blip there. Okay. Now they're not number one, but they were the last time I checked the bullpen ERA leaderboards. I think you are right, though, Carl. Oh. Okay, so you say Colomay. I say Daniel freaking Bard. That dude is yeah. <laughs> shoved. Well, throws 100, right side, whippy. Throws cheese. Throws uh, cheese. The Guardians are directly above the Rockies. You mean the team with the greatest player on the face of the earth? And it's not Stephen Kwan. It's not even Jose Ramirez. It's Owen Miller. Yeah. 500 batting average. 330 WRC plus leads all of baseball in both of those statistics. Yeah. I promise that'll go down. <laughs> are you sure? Yes. Positive. I don't know. I'm, I I'm don't think Owen Miller is going to hit 500. Okay. So like, obviously Steven Kwan and Owen Miller are stealing the headlines right now because Kwan was amazing off the jump. He started his career eight for 10 and then Owen Miller's hitting 500 at the time that we're recording, but J Ram is hitting four fifty seven. Yeah. With three bombs, 15 RBIs, a 1386 OPS, and in 40 played appearances, he struck out twice. He's so on his game right now. There he, was a, he, he hit a sack fly um, in a game and I was watching, and uh, the guys on the broadcast, they were talking about how Jose Ramirez, in certain situations, he just does exactly what you needed him to do. Because what they needed it was less than two outs, runner on third, And instead of Jose Abreu lining up to trying to hit a home run, what he did is he didn't even stride when he was at the plate. And he just got his barrel under the ball and just hit a fly ball. That was what his job was to do. And he did it exactly that. He didn't even like really coil either. It was just set, just swung the bat up, got his fly ball, got his RBI. It It was an out, but it was incredible to see his bat control at work and it doesn't go as an out it's it's a sack fly baby i think jose ramirez and cleveland ohio and i mean this in the nicest way possible are a match made in heaven i think that jose ramirez has adopted the identity of cleveland and being a cleveland guardian it's cool it's really cool so the pitching looks good cal quantrell again all the advanced stats would tell you Cal Quantrill is not going to repeat his, the year. Oh, wait, he doesn't care about your ex-whatever. He cares about pitching, and he's a great pitcher once again. Yeah, Love Cal's that. 94 to 96 with good breaking stuff. He's just so good. His command is so good. He attacks hitters. He throws strikes. He's a He's a really good pitcher. He is. Miami is 17. Speaking of good pitching, they've got mm, – You would have the – you would have the Marlins above the Guardians? I would. Interesting. Why? Pablo Lopez and Jesus Lizardo. Yeah, that makes sense. They they can pitch, but... Abisal Garcia, Jorge Soler. I mean, pretty much everybody in their lineup's hitting below 200. So the high... How about this from Inside Edge? And this is in the article, too. Highest slugging percentage against right-handed pitchers this year? Jesus Sanchez is number one with a 9-13 slugging against right-handed pitchers. J-Ram is two. Vladdy Jr. is three. Wow. Jesus Sanchez and Jazz Chisholm are leading the way. Who do you think finishes with more wins this year, the Guardians or the Marlins? I think the Marlins. Hmm. That pitching staff, if you were to rank that pitching staff, Arm and I just had this conversation. It's top 10. I said borderline top five. Yeah, it's in the five to ten range. Probably seven-ish. Yeah, I don't hate that. I do think the Guardians will end up with more wins. I think the Each addition division? of Stephen Kwan really does help. Because he's real. Owen Miller will see. But Stephen Kwan is a good... I mean, Stephen Kwan would be probably the best bat in the Marlins lineup right now. In the Guardians? Or in the Marlins, Marlins lineup? lineup. Steven Kwan? Now, Sanchez is swinging a good bat. Aguilar is still in the lineup. Garrett Cooper's fine. Brian Anderson. You want them over Stephen Kwan this year? Mm-hmm. Maybe Jesus Sanchez. Maybe not. I'd want Jesus Sanchez and Jazz over Stephen Kwan, I think. And obviously Garcia and Soler. I don't even know if I believe you. I, I believe myself, which is the okay. most important thing. Say okay. everything with gusto, children. All right. uh, 16 is Philly accurate spot for him 15s milwaukee they were nine they're 15 now Mm. we didn't really talk uh, at all about philly should we give you the lowdown on the philadelphia phillies the fact that they haven't gotten their offense started the fact that their pitching hasn't gotten started either and their bullpen's not helping anything yeah so i'm not worried about philly's offense me neither i'm petrified that philly's pitching is gone I'm worried that Ranger Suarez is not going to duplicate what he did last year. I'm also worried that Aaron will duplicate what he did last year. And Wheeler is Wheeler through two starts as an ERA near 10. Hasn't looked great. I think he's hurt. You think so? Why? I was looking at something. I want to look, I'm going to pull up Wheeler on Savant because if I'm not mistaken, when I was watching, because I only caught an inning of Wheeler, his velo looked down. And I'm right now, what I want to do is just fact check to see if that's been true this year. Okay, so from NBC Sports Philly, Wheeler in the middle of March was dealing with some Dude, right shoulder yeah, soreness. I knew it. Are you kidding me? Zach Wheeler's average fastball this year is 94.7 compared to last year, 97.2. Okay, so it's probably from NBC Sports Philly, that right shoulder soreness that he was dealing with in mid-March. If he's not healthy, the Phillies are screwed. Because that means Nola has to be an an ace-type pitcher. Suarez has to be – I mean, but actually the great thing is Kyle Gibson's been great. Yeah, so Gibson's been the bright spot there, but I'm worried that Gibson's going to be the brightest spot. And if Kyle Gibson's the brightest spot for you, I don't think you're a contender like the Phillies were hoping they were going to be. Phillies are just so polarizing. So many things can happen. That's why I was petrified of taking their over this year. It's just because there's so many different things working all in conjunction and differing from each other. There's just so much stuff. Static. 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 I hope you guys were watching on YouTube for that. Yeah, I hear you. Milwaukee, like, so Philly, obviously, the offense, I think, heats up as the yeah. weather heats up. I think they're going to go on a crazy run in June where they're putting up. 10 runs and back-to-back-to-back games. Would not be surprised. Milwaukee's not going to do that. The offense doesn't look good whatsoever. And through the first 10 games, Brewers starting pitchers have logged a combined 496 ERA. Brewers starting pitchers. Yeah. Bad starts from Freddie. There was a bad start there from Corbin Burns. There was a bad start there from Woodruff. There were two bad starts from Woodruff. Yeah, there were. Adrian Hauser, though, looked great. Eric yeah. Lauer looks good. Ashby looks good. I'm so confident in their starting pitching and their bullpen being totally fine. And that I think their offense will will them to enough games to still end up winning this division. You're not worried about that offense? Arm brought up a good point. He was like, they need Luis Urias back so badly. And I said, okay, here's the thing. A team that is picked to win the division should never need to bank on Luis Urias coming back. But Luis Urias is better than you're giving him credit for. No, I give Luis Urias a lot of credit. I have throughout the entirety of his career. I've been high on Luis Urias, but I'm saying Luis Urias, what he can give to a big league team, I think it would be a different thing if we thought Luis Urias and Willie Adamas had the same ceiling. If they were missing Adamus right now, I would totally validate, oh, my God, yeah, they need Domus back, and then they'll be good. Arias is not that guy. He's going to come back and hit sixth for them. You're banking on your sixth hitter. Yelich hasn't fully gotten going yet. He's hit a lot of a couple of balls really hard that haven't landed yet. There's just – they're brewing. I think the offense got off to a slow start, but I think they're brewing. I think the Milwaukee Brewers will be much better than 15. Yeah, did you use that word because we're talking about the Brewers? They're brewing? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you said it. I, I know, I but I didn't, hear even, yourself but I didn't even put those two together in my head. Uh, 14 Seattle, they jumped three spots. They were 17 in the preseason. They're 14 now. Offense has been underwhelming, but Robbie Ray looks good. I'll give him credit for looking good. Logan Gilbert looks really good. Mm-hmm. And Matt Brash looks like the nastiest pitcher in Major League Baseball. But the other side, Flexen doesn't look great, and Julio Rodriguez is striking out near fifty percent of the time. Like they are, they have a plus four run differential. They're five and five with their center fielder basically being a non-factor. I like this team, the Mariners. I'm excited for the Mariners. You think Kelnick? What do you think of Kelnick? <laughs> I was going to try and question something. Kelnick. I realized that I was leading you to to plant something that I thought about Kelnick, and I didn't want to do that. So what do you think of Kelnick's start to the year? He's hit a couple balls hard. Defense isn't all it's cracked up to be. He's never been a good defender. I, I don't know why anybody thought that he could play center. Hey, there's yeah, a reason I guess, J-Rod got an aggressive promotion. I think that was what, I, what I've been told. And then I, I watched him and I was like, oh, this guy can move over to center. He's great. off. And I'm like, looks like Winker out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a fine left fielder. And the bat, I mean, when he makes contact, he can really barrel up a baseball. And the swing looks good-ish. I'm not surprised by the, a little bit of a slower start. Yeah. Are uh, you? I mean, wh- tell me what you were thinking there. I'm not surprised that it's a slow start at all. I, I'm, not yeah. saying, I'm not saying my ship has left the dock on Kelnick, but I'm saying Definitely that not. we're... Mm, I'm saying that I'm getting ready to, to limit his ceiling. I don't think that's unfair of you. But I also do think we should give him a little bit more time. Yeah, he should, he should absolutely get more time. He's absolutely. 22 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. still so young. We got, I'm we ready gotta, to, I think if I see this for two more weeks, I think I'm ready to start limiting his ceiling. Um, having said that, Andres Munoz throws 103 miles an hour in their bullpen, and Munoz is great. And then he can turn it over to somebody like Steckenrider, who's kick ass, and Diego Castillo kicks ass too. The pen is going to be elite for them. It's funny, Munoz throws 103, but I, he relies more on his slider and his slider great. so much. And it's disgu- I mean, he looks like Edwin Diaz. He looks like a young Edwin Diaz back on the Mariners, where Edwin Diaz originally started from. That's what he looks like to me. There we go. Uh, San Diego's 13. Probably accurate. What did you like, think of McKenzie like start? Looked kind of good. I loved it. He looked good, didn't he? I loved it. I, I'm willing to buy back in. I mean, I already kind of bought back in. I never yeah. left. I never really left. No, you never left. Never left. I don't think Aram ever left either. I think, I think everybody else uh, in the baseball world left. I think you might be right. There was definitely some wavering. I, I never left. I was just like, I'm not going to bag on him for post COVID walks. You know what I'm saying? Like he's always had such good command. There was just a, there seemed to be a mental block. I was like, the stuff is still good. He's still so young. I love the way he commands on the mound. I'm not giving up on him. And good thing I didn't. I think he's nasty. His fastball looks lively. He's got command of the fastball. He's got to throw his slider and his changeup more because the slider and the changeup are elite. And I'm telling you- His changeup is so good. His changeup is so good. When you see a start, and I think it's going to happen very soon. I think it's going to happen within the next month. You'll see Mackenzie Gore have three of his four pitches on. Fastball, curveball, slider, changeup. When three of those pitches are on and when he can put them anywhere, he's going to go through six innings of shutout ball. Mm Mm-hmm. I I will stamp that six shutout innings for coming from Mackenzie Gore. I'll say in his next five starts, because he's going to have three or four pitches on. When's Clevenger coming back? I don't know. I don't know when Clevenger's coming back, but even if it takes him some time, Musgrove looks really good. Snell was scratched. That allowed Gore to come up and you'll Mm. get Snell back very soon. Um, Darvish is hot and cold. We know that about yeah, you. The most hot and cold pitcher ever. You give up 10 earned runs, and then you come right back and throw a shutout. And that's before the 10-run outing was a no-hitter. He's the most hot and cold pitcher that we have in our league. Dude, he's He's brutal. Uh, but then Minaya is another is another steady hand. Oh, he's been great so far. Great so far. Yeah, he starts tonight against Lodolo. Obviously, you know, this will this will happen before you guys listen to it. But last night it was Minaya and Lodolo. Which and I'm, on Padres, I'm, excited to watch. I'm on Padres for the first five innings. Interesting. Okay. Fading rookie pitcher on the road in his first start. And the Reds, you know, that cannot hit lefties to save their life. Yeah, that makes sense. Red Sox are 12. Good spot. Yankees, 11. Bad spot. Okay. Red Sox, Devers, Bogarts, and Verdugo are hitting the ball well. Story Mm -hmm. is not. Pitching, we said pitching was going to be a serious concern. Here we are with the pitching concerns. Here we are with the pitching concerns. Good thing is Garrett Whitlock looks great in the back end. But if we're looking at their starting rotation, Nick Pavetta had a tough start. Tanner Houck has had a tough start. And now Tanner Houck can't pitch in blue in Toronto this week due to not being vaccinated. Sale is still on the shelf. Ivaldi has been good, not great. If Ivaldi is not elite, this team is in trouble because Iavaldi has to give you what he gave you last year for this team to really compete. And when I say really compete, I mean compete to win a division or be in the wild card hunt. But if he's not, this is an 84 to 86 win team. I think they're good at around 12, but I think the Yankees should be a top 10 team. And the only reason I'm saying that is because of how good their pitching looked and how we know that their offense is going to heat up. Defense looks better bullpen is i mean they're leading in bullpen era staff era they're either one or two and it's just the offense that hasn't gotten going yet but we all know it will that's why i actually think the yankees should be higher than 11 okay so the only reason i'm docking them they were preseason 10 they're 11 now is because the offense hasn't gotten going and the beautiful thing about these power rankings is you change them every week or every other week so there we go definitely not upset yankees are not scoring runs like you said yeah through their first 10 games they're scoring three runs a game 30 runs is more than uh, nobody except the Tigers, Royals, Diamondbacks, and Orioles. Tigers, yeah. Damn. God, that sucks to hear. Sucks to hear. We're talking about the Brewers. They can't hit, and they have more runs than the (laughs) Yankees. Correct. Uh, St. Louis is 10. Yeah. Makes sense. You worried about their pitching? I'm not worried about their – bullpen because i think their bullpen is is top five in baseball matt's had a really good start Um, matt's had a good start matt's is not going to string together starts like that i think we know that and he was also facing an inept team against lefties yeah so i don't know i'm not slamming the panic button on their starting rotation because the bullpen is great and will bail them out of a lot of stuff and the offense looks so good highlighted by nolan arenado he's the hottest hitter on the planet right now Can we talk about our top 10 third base rankings? Because we put him at three. We know that he's going to deliver. We know he's going to do it, and he's doing it right now. That's the Nolan Arenado special, and he looks great defensively at third base too. Again, of course he does. Through eight games, he's got 12 driven in and a 1,500 OPS. I saw him make such a nice – it wasn't really a diving play, but it would have been for everybody else. It was just like a nice slide at third, chucked it over to Goldschmidt at first. He's so good. Angels have jumped seven spots from 16 to nine. Mm. Six and four, positive run differential. And I let, yeah, I don't hate it. It's high. I needed to see a lot from Noah Syndergaard, and I saw more than a lot from Noah Syndergaard. We're seeing a two. We're seeing yeah. a good Syndergaard. Um, Sandoval's been decent. Um, Yeah. Detmers, okay. Detmers Fine. hasn't been good, but but Shohei yeah. and Syndergaard is the one too. Is really strong. It is really strong. But I saw Shohei gave up a grand slam to jonaheim Yeah, Will that ever happened in the history of baseball ever again. Shohei no, was never really given yeah. up a grand slam to a catcher or actually like backup ish, mm-hmm. starter ish. Actually, maybe because Jonahim is him, capital H him. I'm not out on that. Happy yeah. Easter. You just gotta take away an e. Yeah, happy Easter and happy Passover, happy Ramadan, happy everything that you celebrate. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so the Angels, that's where I have them. Um, Matt Duffy and Tyler Wade have been really good to to help them out. Shohei was slow out of the gates. He's heated up. Mike Trout gets out of bed and has him a thousand OPS. And then Marsh and Adele, I'm not worried about. Um, Stassi, I'm not that worried about. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Did you see the clip of Otani giving CPR to his bat? Ever since then, he's hitting over 300. Yeah, that <laughs> was big. Otani seems funny as hell. He does seem funny. He just seems like a really... and it's. Uh, I was watching a TikTok too. The Angels did this whole thing where it's like, whose life would you rather have? And I thought they would all pick Mike Trout, but almost all of them picked Otani. Why? Because he... Well, probably because he's just a, a superstar in Japan. He might be uh, exactly, God in Japan. but Mike Trout. You don't want $450 million? Yeah, but Mike Trout did those, like, C-minus subway commercials. That's a hard knock on the resume. Let's go to number eight. Okay, number eight's Tampa Bay. Yeah. See, yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, I would say, like, The Rays pitching has been bad, and they've been losing to, like, the A's. But then again, the Yankees lost to the Orioles. My thinking is, do you put the Rays over the Yankees in these power rankings? But right now, the Rays, we still think, will be better to end the year. And it's not like the Yankees have been playing this tough competition. So, yeah, I actually – first inclination was, uh, but I do like it. Yeah, and they they only took one of three from the White Sox, but they were in Chicago playing the White Sox. Like, that's a very hard opponent. Shane McClanahan also looks awesome, um, but we've already talked about that. So, moving on. Seven, Houston. A lot of that is because of Justin Verlander. I think Houston should be higher than seven, definitely. Okay. Their pitching is unreal, and their offense hasn't fully, fully gotten going yet because they do have the least amount of runs scored. So now I get what you're saying in the NL West, if they're going to be right now because they do have a negative one run, negative one run differential. I could see how you'd say that, but I'm just, I've just i been really impressed with Houston's pitching. Pitching. Yeah pitching. Um Framber Valdez is elite. Verlander is Verlander. Luis Garcia looks strong. And then fill it in with whoever else. It's funny through 10 games the Astros have the least amount of runs scored in their division, the same division with the A's, the Angels, the Rangers and the Mariners. Yeah. And like we're talking about how much the Brewers offense is struggling and how, you know, they they won't ever find a way out. Houston Astros and Milwaukee Brewers same amount of runs scored as we're currently recording. Yeah. Six is the White Sox. They were four in the preseason. they kept on winning, they're six and three. That's why they're this high. Yeah. If the results actually followed my worries, they'd be nine or ten, I think. The White Sox are six because of what's happening on the field. I think that's fair. Six and three can't hate it. I just look and I see a lot of problems, but whatever those problems that have arisen, they're still winning ball games and like they beat the Rays two out of three. They're winning, so I agree. Six is totally good for them. Atlanta's five. Five and six, the Atlanta Braves. I think so. And they're at five. Yeah, they're at five because you watch and I I'm just so impressed with I'm so, so impressed with Matt Olson. The pitching has been terrible though. Except Kyle Wright. Except Kyle Wright. Except, I mean, Max Freed has had a couple of bad starts. Ian Anderson had a huge blow-up start, but then he came back and had a good start. Uh, Charlie Morton had a big blow-up start, too. The, I understand what you're saying, because this won't keep happening to the Braves pitching, and they're hitting. I mean, they have 46-run score. That's second in their division. And Matt Olson looks better than Freddie Freeman. Dude, Matt Olson. <laughs> He's a superstar. I, I, it's so fun to watch him hit. He's a scary hitter. He really is. He's turning into one of those guys. Well, he already kind of was, but he truly is now on the Braves. That guy, when he comes up to the plate and you're like, oh, no. If you're rooting for the other team, oh, no. That's the oh, no type of hitter. Right. That's that East Coast bias. Shout out Chris Longo. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel that about Luis Robert. Yeah. The oh, no, he's up. Like, oh, shit, how hard is he going to hit this ball? Yeah. That's how I feel about Springer now. And we'll get to the Jays. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Blue Jays have four hitters I do that to. Vladdy, Springer, Bichette, Teoscar? Yep. Okay. The Mets are four. Yeah. They jump from you seven make to the four. Argument they could be higher. They have the best run differential in baseball. They're pitching. They don't allow runs. Tyler McGill looks like a freaking Cy Young candidate. Max Scherzer is doing Max Scherzer type things. Chris Bassett looks great. Even Carlos Carrasco. Carlos Carrasco looks great. Even David Peterson threw them a couple of good innings too. They pitch. Their bullpen has been good. And they're hitting. They have the most runs scored in the division. The Mets look great. Frankie freaking Lindor. Frankie freaking Lindor. Multiple home runs. Two in a game. He's, I mean, he's Lindor. We knew what we were going to get. And Pete Alonso has a bunch of RBIs. He's one of the league leaders in RBIs. Yes, sir. Three, San Francisco. They jumped from eight to three. What did I say? Here's, here's what I said in the article. Quote, our fault again for underestimating the San Don't Francisco Don't group me Giants. into our fault. I think that's me and Aram. <laughs> I will never out the Giants again. Jack, I learned last year when I bet against them a bunch of times and just every single day I'd lose. Every time I'd bet on the Giants I'd lose. I watch it. I'm like, they just know what they're doing. They know how to figure it out. They platoon better than everybody. They, they're they so deep. The pitching Rodon looks like a top five pitcher. We're going to start doing our top 10 pitchers and we made our list, Jack. Carlos Rodon has to be in our honorable mentions or at least something. He is un. Believe he looks like the best pitcher in baseball when he takes the mound lately. Probably. I Rodon. My thing is, I I've seen this already. I know. I've seen yep. this You're show right. like two times, three times. You're right. You're right. You're but right. But right now, and and San Francisco is the pitcher whispers. We know that. So am I going to be so angry when Rodon puts together a whole year? Yeah, I will be pissed. I'll be so livid. But. Uh, I'm also going to cry tears of joy for Carlos Rodon. But the trio of Webb, Rodon, and Alex Wood has been really solid. And Alex Cobb is great. Their whole rotation, again, it's great. The bullpen is great, again. And the offense can really hit, too. I mean, let's just look at where they are in terms of run scoring. Not great so far, but a plus 23 run differential. They've only given up 20 runs so far. That leads all of Major League Baseball. There we go. So boom, Toronto's two. Yeah, they they're better than Giants, huh? Yeah. Why? Offense. Yeah. I mean, Giants have more runs scored this year. Yeah, but look at look at the lineup. Every single angle, the Giants have been better than the Blue Jets this year. The lineup card. When Charlie yeah. Montoya turns when you go man, light up card versus light up card, it's drastically different I, because I, you I got pull like out my Ruff. planner here and I write in there. I say I need to watch the Blue Jays game tonight because the lineup needs to be into my eyes and seeping into my brain. All right, I think, but I think if we're doing like current, I mean, negative three run differential, they do lead the division six and four in the AL East, in the toughest division, but they haven't looked amazing. Bobuchet has not gotten going yet. All right, I'm fine with them there, though. I mean, they do rake, and they're going to be one of the best teams in baseball this year. Yeah, Dodgers top dog. Yep. No debate there. Absolutely. And they will continue to be the top dog. Andrew Heaney looked like Cy <laughs> Granted, it was against Cincinnati. <laughs> Andrew Heaney had an ERA over seven with the Yankees. And my guy, Sam Lucchini, hopefully he's listening to this. He edits a lot of our videos, and he's really a great contributor here at Just Baseball. He came out with a great YouTube video talking about the Andrew Heaney experience and how all Yankee fans were over the moon excited when they DFA'd him. And now what does he do? That high-spin fastball actually works, and he's locating it. The slider looked amazing. The Heen dog has reinvented himself in Los Angeles to the peril of all Yankee fans. (laughs) <laughs> did I sam, that use, so, that? I did sam that. use that line no no i just made that up right now oh, I that's just, good I, I made that very dramatic <laughs> that's really good that was perfect <laughs> all right cool it was phenomenal good job damn it we do this all the time whenever we have just like a good transition or a good line we're just like yeah that was great we it did was it well. dope <laughs> sweet uh but that's when you acknowledge it right instead of saying whoa mm-hmm. uh so there it is one through 30 whole list explanations uh available to read at justbaseball.com and And also and also go check out the chalkboard baseball group chat you like talking baseball day and guess what you have to pay for it just kidding it's free all you got (laughs) to do is click the link in the episode description link is in there you press it download the app it's free we talk baseball all day long also give us a follow on twitter at just we're making so much content on tiktok and instagram you people know the drill at just baseball fans Check out our friends at Loop, breaking cards every single second. Think of it as like a Twitch X, your local card shop. That link is in the episode description as well. Jack, that's all we got for the people today. I thought this was a great episode because the power rankings were pretty solid. I thought you did did a very good job yeah i told everybody on social media to grill me and tell me why i'm such an idiot but um i've only seen a couple people call me a doofus so i'm i'm pretty in on that i would prefer if more people called me a doofus because the haters fuel me much like kyrie irving (laughs) that you just we were talking pre-record about the kyrie irving like i love the back and forth between kyrie irving and the media and the fans like It Just the whole Kyrie Irving experience makes me very happy to consume that type of media. Oh, God. I love sports, dude. I love entertainment. And we'll be back tomorrow and Thursday and Friday. We got top five DHs coming at you. And we got top 10 starting pitchers to end all of our top 10s. You can go find the others on JustBaseball.com or in past week's episodes. And with that, Jack, do we got anything else? No, I think it's funny. Monday through Friday, we're turning into like a daily talk show. I kind of dig that. Talking about daily talk show. How about the State of the Division podcast? That oh! is in the episode description as well. I did the AL East with our guy Colby Olson. Jack did the AL Central with Ryan Miller, and you will hear the rest of the divisions on the State of the Division podcast. Go check that out. And with that, thank you. Everybody.